Welcome to Storytime with Jiyashri. Let's continue Suf by Sarah Weeks. Chapter 1, More Than a Bird Loves to Sing, Part 2. That was the day Heidi was mad at Dad for going up to Hilltop home without her. Later he came back and got her, and that's when she met her grandfather for the first time. My mother nodded and set the glass down in front of me along with the multivitamin. She was wearing the yellow apron I'd given her for Mother's Day the year before. I worry you're not getting enough vitamin D, she told me. It's important for your bones. Don't worry, Mom, I said, tapping the shiny orange tablet three times with my finger. My bones are fine. Mothers are supposed to worry, she explained as she poured another inch of milk into my glass. That's not what Dad says. He says worrying is like a rocking chair. It's something to do to pass the time, but it doesn't get you anywhere. My mother sighed. She was tired of people telling her not to worry, especially my father. Do me a favor and take your vitamin, will you please, she said. As she took off her apron and hung it on a hook in the broom closet, I popped the vitamin in my mouth and took three quick sips to wash it down. Thinking about Heidi eating those pancakes had gotten me thinking about Heidi's grandfather, who used to run the place where my mother worked before I was born. Thurman Hill's eyes were the same shade of blue as the chunk of sea glass Bernadette kept in her jewelry box. I recited, matter of fact, My mother turned and stared at me. What? I said. That's what Heidi said the first time she saw him, isn't it? Word for word. But how is it that you can remember an obscure little detail like that, yet forget to put on sunscreen before you go outside? Sorry, Mom, I said, and began to nibble a new set of waves along the edge of my sandwich. I'll pick up some aloe lotion this afternoon at the drugstore, my mother told me. Could you tell by looking at Heidi that she had a lucky streak? I asked when I reached the end of the row. Fourteen bites this time because the corners were already gone. No, my mother answered, but it's a good thing she did because otherwise we wouldn't have you. My mother always did that connected Heidi's story with mine. Most of the time I didn't mind, but sometimes I wondered what it would feel like to have a story all my own, instead of having it to share with some girl I'd never even met. I was swallowing the last spoonful of soup when my father strolled into the kitchen carrying a plastic bag full of frozen minnows. He was still wearing his uniform, but he'd left his hat in the car. You'd better not be planning to put those fish in my freezer, Royal Franklin, my mother warned. They're double-bagged, Rube, he said, kissing her on the cheek. Trust me, they hardly stink at all. Besides, it's just till tomorrow morning. Rory and I are going out on the lake first thing. Right, baby girl? My father was the Sheriff of Liberty. He was tall and handsome, with a thick brown mustache that sometimes made it hard to tell if he was being serious or pulling your leg. While he was on duty, he carried a gun in a holster 
and a pair of handcuffs clipped to his belt. He wore a big gray hat and a gold badge. And when he walked into a room or drove down the street in his black and white cruiser, you could tell strangers were a little afraid of him. Anybody who really knew him, though, understood that hidden underneath that shiny gold star lay a heart as soft and warm as the dinner rolls at the Liberty Diner. Can Doc come too? I asked. At the mention of his name, Duck's tail thumped against the leg of my chair a couple of times. No way! He'll scare the fish away! My father complained as he opened the freezer door and tossed the bag of minnows in. Roy! My mother scolded, playfully snapping the dish towel at him. What did I tell you about those fish? He grinned and dodged the snapping towel. Trust me, Rube, it's the lesser of two evils, he said as he danced away from her. The only thing more smelly than a frozen minnow is a thawed one. She laughed and snapped the towel at him again. Save me, Rory! My father cried, jumping behind my chair in mock terror. Only if Duck can come fishing with us tomorrow, I said. Right, boy? Doc threw back his head and howled in agreement. My mother flicked the towel once more. This time, instead of dodging it, father reached out, caught hold of the end, and pulled her toward him. Family hug, he shouted, and I jumped out of my chair to join them. He wrapped her arms around each other, and Doc howled again, which made everyone laugh. When I think back on that moment now, all of us together in the kitchen, there's a golden glow around the memory like a frame around a picture. It was nothing out of the ordinary. We were a close-knit family, but something was about to happen that would unravel my world, and it all started with Lindsay Toffel's silver charm bracelet. Thank you for listening. Bye, until next chapter.